0: I thought of something. Actually, I was reminded of something. Um, we've been talking to Amanda Palmer the last two episodes, right? right. Uh, we're going to talk about We're going to talk with her again today. But there's something that we totally skipped over that. I can't even believe I left out.
1: Please tell me we're going back to the boobs.
0: Kind of, no. Maybe. I don't know. You is tell it me. Is it related? In a, in a creepy way. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like so, where this so, is going. So get this. In 2005, when we did Beauty and the Beast, um, Amanda had a stalker. I don't mean just like some little kid that was following around because he thought she was Belle. We're talking like a guy who was creepy and
1: is currently in the ACI because of it. Oh, for a second, I was like, dude, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not in the ACI. So, listen. <laughs> so I, wanna,
0: I want her to tell this story in her own words. Just because it's so bizarre, this is the first time I've ever had to deal with something like this, doing community theater. I mean, we deal with a lot of kids on a regular basis, you know, all ages. We have these giant casts. Um, we do shows. They get to go out and talk to the public afterwards. They get to meet their friends and family. Uh, it's always been this thing where, you know, it's, it's community theater. Come out and, and see the show kind of a thing. So in 2005, when we had this incident, we went into lockdown, basically. Now, if we have badges for everybody who works on the show, uh, you can't get into the backstage area without one. Um, you know, and and especially when it comes to the kids, we are constantly, constantly watching uh, because of this incident. And it's just, it's, it's, it's insane that it didn't even
1: happened. You know, people always ask me too. It's like, why can't I wear my my microphone out? You know, after the show. It's because if you get abducted, I don't want to lose the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's nice. the real reason. So,
0: to kick off our show, <laughs> let's before we get back into what we were talking about, you know, we where we left off with uh, fame um and the summer stock, I wanted you to tell this story because it's just so insane to me that it could have even happened uh, within our organization and
2: yeah. to you of all people. Yeah, so, it was insane. So, we were doing Beanie the Beast, um, I was 15, and it was I, I want to say it was the second weekend we were doing it. Okay. I think it was the right. Friday, the Friday of the second weekend. And I went out to the theater, saw my friends and family, all the little girls in their, like, bell costumes, wanting my autograph Signing autographs and autographs
0: so and taking cute. pictures.
2: So cute. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm downstairs in the dressing room, and Jack, who was the guy who played the Beast, he comes downstairs and he's like, Hey, Amanda, there's this older gentleman upstairs. He's got, like, gray hair, and he wanted to talk to you. And I was like, oh... I thought it was my my Papa Romy. and I was like, "Oh, he he must have." I thought it was there, maybe there that night. And I was like, "Okay, well, I'll go up." So I went up, and I'm like looking around for him, and I don't see him anywhere. And Jack was like, "Oh no, this gentleman right here," and he was like standing. Now, I
0: was gonna say, "Is this in the in the auditorium?" This is in the auditorium. This
2: is on like in right in front of the stage. Okay. We had like stairs, right. I think, going going down from the stage into the theater at okay. that time. So he was like on the stairs, and he he grabs my hand, and he's like. Were you Belle? Are you Belle? Are you the princess?
0: Now, was it like an old man needs to hold himself up kind of a grab, no. or was it kind of sudden? It was
2: like it was like a grab your wrist. You're coming with me, type of thing. He's like, "You're the princess, right?" Like, yeah, I play, I played Belle. Yeah. Um. He's like, "Have you ever been to California?" I said, "No, I've never been to California." And then this is where I like looked at Jack because he didn't leave me. He didn't leave right. me aside, because I didn't recognize the dude. So Jack like pulls me away and is like, okay, well, we're going to go downstairs now. So he like shoved me downstairs and he like stayed up on the stage.
0: Well, here's what I remember after that mm-hmm. point in the story. Mm-hmm. Now, we're closing up the theater. We're trying to get everybody out. Um, the house manager happened mm-hmm. to be the president at the time, Chris, and he was taking care of the front and we were taking care of the back. And my thing is, all the stragglers, I'm usually like, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Mm-hmm. Everybody out. So in that instance... I remembered anybody that was left in the theater, we were all going out the back. Yeah. I remember seeing this guy yeah. get up onto the stage and following. So my first thought was, he must be a grandparent, he must be a family member, and he's just following everybody to the outside. Um, and we all went out that little back door that's directly behind into yeah. the alley for the theater. Yeah. And everybody went out that way. So mm-hmm. you know, I didn't think too much of it. It wasn't until I got outside, and a whole bunch of you were still kind of hanging out mm-hmm. in the alley. Mm-hmm. And there was like I would say it's like twenty five cast members out there just kinda hanging out. We we're all deciding if we we're going to Applebee's enough not for, for yep. uh, shameless plug.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: to to go for an after, you know, food or whatever, because that's usually where we would go. Yeah. And I remember him sitting on the wall. Yeah. It's right yeah. in front of that door. He
2: was wait he was waiting staring. for me to come
0: out. He was staring. And you were already outside though. Oh at this yeah. point. So When I come outside, I remember you came over. You were with Jarvis. You were with a couple other people. This was more in the parking lot now. Mm -hmm. And you were like telling me what happened. You were like, this creepy guy came up to me. He was thinking I was a real princess. And I was like, that's really creepy. And then you told me he was still sitting on the wall. And I was like, that's bizarre. Mm -hmm. So I could see him there. And I, I remember saying to whoever you're with, I'm like, take her and go because apparently he was looking for you yeah i said take her go to applebee's i'll catch up with you guys in a while just go mm-hmm. and they got you out of there
2: i right? knew that i couldn't so i couldn't leave because i didn't have permission from my dad to leave mm. so we were outside we were waiting for him to calm down so he didn't come out the back door but he was still in the lobby he was still talking to some of my family and he came around down the alley and i remember him coming down the alley and like not not knowing what was happening mm. And that's when you you were out there and you were telling him that he had to leave or whatever. My
0: well, here's the thing. So after I see this guy staring, um, I remember going inside and saying to Chris, the guy who was the, the houseman. I said, I, I just want to apprise you of a situation. I said, there's a guy sitting out back waiting for one of my cast members to come outside. She doesn't know him. We don't know who this guy is. A little creepy. I'm not going to, you know, I wasn't going to... Jump ahead of myself here, but it was kind of creeping me out, and I wanted him to check the situation out. So I remember him saying he would take care of it. Mm -hmm. Um, He automatically called the police, so I didn't know how he was going to take care of it, but that's what he ended up doing. Mm -hmm. So I remember going back outside, and I met up with you guys again. That's probably when your dad had come down because you guys were leaving. They hid me.
2: They hid me underneath a seat in a in a car underneath (laughs) the back seat. They hid me underneath the back seat.
0: Yeah, and he's still sitting on the wall yes. now, and I'll never forget, I glanced over, mm-hmm. the door opens, and I think it was Gianna. Mm-hmm. Gianna came busting through the door, and he, nowhere to jumped off the wall. He wasn't a very good guy. Yep. The wall's a little bit high. Jumped off the wall, and like, made this motion like he was going to go, and then he stopped himself, and then he retreated back and sat right back down on the wall. Because that wasn't me. Because it wasn't her. He realized in the splits, he moved, So he was wasn't gonna her. her, he backed off.
2: He was going to grab her. He was going
0: to grab her. And as soon as i saw that i was like oh no ran back inside told chris what i saw i was like yep. this guy he's like i already called the police they're on their way
2: yep and that's when my dad was like get her to applebee's i don't yep. care if she's going out tonight just get her out yep. of here or whatever it was
0: so creepy it was so
2: bad i still get follow-ups about well, him to this day before that yep
0: so you're gone now i'm yep. still there because i want to see how this is going to play out yep. he's still sitting on the wall the cast and they'll disperse everybody's got in their cars and they're leaving He's alone on the wall staring at that door because she has not gone out that door yet and he's waiting. And it's just creepy as fuck. He's just kind of, you can see it in his eyes. He's just staring at the door. Oh man, all of a sudden I see a cruiser pull into the parking lot. I was like, okay, now it's gonna get good. So literally, they got out of the cruiser, they approached him. I could see they were talking to him. Chris Boulet met up with the cops. He talked to them for a second. They went over, they asked him if he was supposed to be there. Uh, they said, uh, "What are you doing?" And he said, "I'm waiting." And I said, "What are you waiting for?" He said, "I'm waiting for Belle." Or he said, "I'm waiting." He said, "I'm princess. waiting for Belle." Or I'm waiting for the princess. The
2: princess, because he always called me the princess.
0: And they were like, "Yeah, we're we're you, you can't stay here. You gotta go." And he refused to go. So they were able to arrest them because yep. they weren't complying with what they wanted. They threw him in the car, and then the next thing I hear,
2: turns out he was he had just been released from jail. For um, molesting a six-year-old and a twelve-year-old girl. Yikes! Yes,
0: these are the people that come and see the encore show. <laughs> yeah. So, the
2: police. The police came to my house and like inter like questioned me and like told me, showed me like all of these pictures from his apartment, which was right across the street from our rehearsal studio. Do you remember that old church we used to rehearse in? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like across the street from cellos. Right. Right? Right, right, right. So his apartment was across the street the other way. It was on the top floor, and he had mm. been watching me since the rehearsal period. That is he had, super creepy. He had pictures of me in blonde hair, which I ha- I only had at the very beginning of right, the right. show, and then I had to dye it. Dye it, and you went dark. Yep. And he had pictures of me leaving rehearsal, hanging out with my friends out in the parking lot. It was... Horrible. That's insane. He was arrested. He's still in jail today. I had a police officer as an escort for two weeks at school. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't even. It's, yeah. That's crazy. It's not only crazy just because that happened to begin with, but I mean, when we're doing all this theater and mm-hmm. we've got all these kids around, that's like the last thing from your mind. You're not, you're not thinking of stuff
1: like that. I, I guess yeah. it's good that we're like, uh, you know, fifteen feet from the police station. It, one yeah. it, that helps. Yeah. It does help that we're nice and close. Yeah.
0: But even still, that I'll. Oh, I just remember when that happened i was like wow it was crazy i had
1: never heard that before that's that's like super bizarre yeah and you're in there and, and they still contact you right yeah they still you. send
2: me an update um i think it's twice a year wow so send me an update his name is roger roger And he was like 54 or something
1: yeah we made you famous roger we're talking about you on a podcast <laughs> yeah. you creepy fucker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah. And now I'm kind of like thinking, you know, when when people say, "Hey, do you want to go to Applebee's?" and I'm like, "No, no, my parole officer won't let me." It makes it mildly inappropriate. <laughs> <It's very laughs> funny. I know too, because you know we joke around so much, we'll say whatever that comes to our yeah. head, yeah. but yeah. not
0: even thinking. Like, it's just crazy that, that I can't even believe that that happened. Yeah.
1: The
2: story. So That's the story
1: you'll have for the rest of your life. I know. Yeah.
2: Bat-in-the-nail story. Man. Bat-in-the-nail. Yeah, for, for better or worse. You're, yeah. you're a jinx.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that brings us to today's episode, part three with Amanda Palmer. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to jump right in uh, with where we left off. Um, coming off of that, such a warm and fuzzy early <laughs> story.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, and I can't even believe we didn't even talk about that. when We were talking about Beauty and the Beast because that was just I such a, it, a yeah. big... A big thing that happened during that time—it's just—it's it, like as amazing as the show was. I don't want to say that that overshadowed it, but it was such a big thing that happened. It's it just connected huge. to it all
1: well, the time. Hey, kudos to you because that early on in your uh your acting career too—that that, that could have—that uh, could have just kind of like oh, I'm never doing this again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, that could have He's turned to so rental. Right?
2: You could That's end up so in scary. California. I know in pieces.
0: yeah that is I bet I And bet think the, of all the
1: shows we would have missed out on having you in. Right. right? I bet the basement would have been real nice though. Right. You know, a classy uh, <laughs> as long as he kept you alive, yeah.
0: right? Right, right. He would have been like, be
1: bell now. Oh, he would have had topic. you in
0: some makeshift
1: Grocer uh, hair on on
0: paper, like bell dress. He would have been the
1: beast of would've been creepy
0: as fuck. You would have been you'd <laughs> had to reenact it
1: every day for the rest oh, of your time. Maybe, maybe, maybe we can go to the ACI to interview him. Oh, oh my god. I messed up that be? In <laughs> oh the god. minute we walk in, he'd be like, "Are you here
0: to talk about my princess?" I'd be like, "Dude, exactly <laughs> why am <I'm> here?" <laughs> nah dude. That that guy needs so to stay. Up. You know he's where he needs to be. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah that's yeah. where he needs to stay. All right. So, in 2011, coming off of Fame, which was the summer show, yep. we launch into The Producers. Yeah. Right, which yeah. was a great show too. That was really good. Again, one of the shows I did not direct, um Still a really great production. Yeah. Uh, the the material's fantastic. Uh, who were you in the producers?
2: I was in the ensemble. I was a dancer.
0: One of those dances we keep hearing so much about.
2: <laughs> I made my way in. <laughs> I did.
0: Uh, did you audition for any of the lead roles? Or were you is this one of those calls, hey, we need some dancers, or you just audition? No, well, I think I auditioned interview. for it. Ensemble. I do. I
2: think I auditioned for it. But I don't remember auditioning the only part was like I think it was Ula, is that her name? Ula in yeah. the producers. Mm-hmm. Nola's supposed to be like Swedish, right? is, is it yeah. Swedish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do accents. <laughs> I don't do it. I'm really bad at them. And I just, I did not audition for her, no. I and
0: yet she
1: gets dancing. all these Spanish roles. Yeah, and I, I know. She doesn't it. do the Swedes, but she'll do the
0: Spanish.
2: <laughs> Terribly, <Apparently> too. <laughs> I don't do accents, now. Yeah.
0: So after all this fun, you're having an encore. Yeah. After. All these great shows you're doing, you decide you're gonna break out and go and do Secret Garden. Yeah, which was with another theater company. Who was that with? That was with
2: the amazing things, things arts Art center. center. And yeah. where are they located? Framingham, Massachusetts.
0: So it was a little bit of a hike for you. Yeah, it was you about an through. hour. Now, what? How did you get turned on to doing that show?
2: Jeff actually was music directing it.
0: Okay, so he he did the music directing for Rent. Yep. And then he was going off to do that. Well, actually,
2: he did So he did, he did Rent. Too, didn't he? he did Rent, Fame and the Producers.
0: Oh, so we had him locked in for a little while. Yeah, yeah. for a
2: little while and he was like, "I want to see Garden" and I really think you, should audition So really I didn't know the show at all. Mm, so I'm so not really familiar fun.
0: with the show at all. It's
2: beautiful. It's it was awesome. It was really really great. I loved loved that show
0: and now you know you've been hanging out with encore for so long Mm -hmm. here you are going off working with another group did you find it to be different or was it kind of some of the 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 same happy feelings but they're doing everything completely different
2: it was pretty different um i feel like so the secret garden is really musically very hard It's very very hard and i remember being at it was maybe my first music rehearsal and all of these singers around me knew exactly what jeff was talking about with like notes and tempo and rhythm i don't read music at all (laughs) Uh, like at at all and jeff would like play my part and he'd be like okay you got it good and like expect me to like be able to follow along oh no
1: it was it It was was so bad process (laughs) yes
2: everyone knew exactly what he was talking about except for me that's what it felt like At least, like i have no idea what, what i'm doing but it was, it was fun. I actually, I got the neurovirus during that show. What is that? The neurovirus. Wasn't that the cruise ship virus? Oh, yeah. oh my right.
1: God. So it's just like a st- so really bad real stomach, stomach bug. bug. Sick, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I had that during the first week. It was a 2 week thing. How, how do you get that?
1: You have to be on a cruise
2: ship to get that? Or
1: is that? It <laughs> like, I, I think you get feces in your food.
2: Stop it. That's okay, not it? true. <laughs> that's not true.
1: That's disgusting. That's is. disgusting.
2: Yeah. That's not true. Um, no, it's like any other flu or whatever, but sure it was it, is. it was going around the cast. oh, and I just happened to get it during tech week i, I wasn't there almost all of Tech week, and then okay. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I was still throwing up and running a fever, and I had like a mask on and but wow. they, yeah, they took care of it
0: Now, because you know, Jeff had done three shows with us and then mm-hmm. you decided you were going to go off. Did anybody else from? Any of those shows go off and do that? Because I know you were in it, and there were a couple other people that we worked with. uh, It was was me,
2: John McElroy McElroy. was in it, and and I think Antonio Mm. from. from, He was going to do it, but I think he dropped. He ended up dropping it. Um, But me and John.
0: I think that's great then when we bring people in to work with us, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you can branch out. Like Mm -hmm. Jeff, he had done tons of musical stuff as a musical director. Other Venues, then you know he comes and does a few shows with us, and that gives people opportunities. Hey, yeah. check out some other places. Yeah. Um, and the great thing is, even though he continues to do stuff outside, mm-hmm. he still comes back and does a lot of shows with us, which is great. Yeah. Um, you know, we're we'll, we'll lucky down.
2: The rehearsal yeah. process sucked a little bit. It was like during the dead of winter, and the theater just didn't have heat at all. <laughs> just Ooh. never it's like doing in had a warehouse, heat. no heat. It was so we were all like. Constantly in our gloves and our winter jackets and scarves.
0: why everybody was getting sick. Yeah. <laughs> was, so weird. Was, you didn't need feces so cool. in your food. You're just catching <laughs> a cold because it was freezing. Yeah, it was so cold.
2: It was like in a restored firehouse, I think.
0: The
1: actual theater?
2: Yeah. Oh, like did they have like hang,
0: did they have like did they hang stuff or mm, more more black no. boxy?
2: Yeah, it was more of a black box. It was really I small. I've like some photos. Like 25 yeah. People. Yeah. And a nice
0: little setup for it. Yeah. yeah. And who did you play in, in Secret Garden?
2: Rose. Her name's Rose. She's the supporting character.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. See, again, I don't know the show well enough to be like, oh, yeah.
2: It's, you really like <laughs> it. Never, I've never seen it. It's really good. If, it, if I've it's, heard the if it's awesome. not like
0: a giant name,
2: it's like really, it's very dark. <laughs> I feel like you I like the dark, dark things. I do it's like very the dark. Very dark. Yeah.
0: Okay, so Secret Garden's done, and yep. then we get into, back to Encore with one of my favorite shows the full month.
1: Oh, awesome Matty show. was so Loved much fun. I, you, I'm sorry I, I let you down. I so I'm wanted sorry. you to be in that uh, show. It's my wife's fault. It you. is your wife's fault. She did not want. Uh, <laughs> she didn't want us to see all of this. The goods. <laughs>
2: That's so
0: I funny. think it was handled. Well, that nobody really saw anything unless you were sitting in the boxes on the side yeah. in the cast yeah. and you got
1: an eyeful. But other than that, from an audience's standpoint... Or in the front, you might have you got a shadow
0: depending
2: um, on
1: who it was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you played Estelle in, in the full Monty.
2: Yeah. So much fun.
0: Good. Which, uh, funny enough, um, we had gotten so much flack mm-hmm. way back when we did the best House whorehouse in texas um and then they were like oh you know you can't put the word on the marquee and you can't you know have all that scantily clad women i think it was when eric did miss saigon that that whole concept went away wow. it was like oh people want to see this yeah. and that rolled us into being able to do rent and then you know all these more adult shows mm-hmm. with language and you know, there's there's definitely
1: been a a slow transition over oh, the years. Absolutely. Like, well, it's definitely. like
0: people start realizing that this is what people want to see. Yeah. So we got to let them yeah. give them that. And we didn't falter at all. We went the full Monty. Um, yeah. That show was an interesting show because that's one of those shows where it was a nightmare to put on. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a long road. It was a long process. We had a lot of bumps
1: along the way. But ultimately, the show was just... It's gonna be one of my favorite finales ever though. That that last scene it is just is so funny. funny. That, that last dance. I'm gonna tell yeah. you, it's funny too, because um And the people do who were, who were cast was just it was Perfect. It was hilarious. Oh yeah, oh
0: yeah, oh, yeah. My, my my leading guys to do that last number, which is unfortunate because um it's not I don't mean unfortunate. It's surprising because like two of them weren't originals. Like Mike Harrison stepped in after the fact because we lost Greg. Yep. So Greg had, Greg had some health issues, so he had to drop out and then um Jarvis. Jarvis, we, we were like, who are we gonna get? You know, we need to have um, the one black guy in the show. And at the time, Jarvis wasn't planning on auditioning.
2: I mean, his song is called "The Big Black Man.
0: It's literally yeah. yeah. There's, so it there's was no. Uh, you
1: like
2: you, can't, you can't fake yeah. it, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but um, yeah, those guys that ended up being those leads were just it was such a fun show. It was great too because I had a cameo and I played Pam's mm-hmm. uh, husband or new husband. Um, so I had I had that little time. was like I had like mm-hmm. two scenes, one line kind of a thing. And uh, you know, my wife was in it. She was mm-hmm. one of the leads. So it was kind of like we got to do something together. And then all my friends were in it. So you know, like Amanda was in it, and Ashley and Bryan were in it, and was, yep, and Harrison. of course Mike Harrison was mm-hmm. in it. It was just like all my friends. It yeah. was like one of those shows I get to do, and put all my friends. in. Uh, yeah. Megan was in it. Yeah, you know? it was awesome. It was literally it was awesome. everybody. Awesome. Uh, and then a you know, Aiden had come along. Yeah. He had done the producers with us and Aiden. he he joined
1: in that outside. I think that show really pulled him out of his shell like Oh he, I agree. Oh, for sure. time. Agree. He he took, Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Sure. Like we he put a
0: car on the stage. Yeah. I mean yeah. that was awesome. We put the Volkswagen Bug out there. That was that was fun. Um but yeah, that that show has a lot of as tough as it was, I got a lot of great memories about that So yeah. much fun. And then uh, you know, from there after doing the full Monty, it was just like everything just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger.
2: Yep.
0: And not I mean not just for the show, but I mean um, all the people who were in it we had we had a wedding proposal which um, future right. episodes right. we'll, we'll right. get into with the with those two yeah. individuals but we had a wedding proposal at the end of the show um, Brian actually came to me and he asked me if he could do it because he was waiting for me to be like no you can't do it. fuck off don't ask me again <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's waiting for yeah. but
1: as soon as he said it I was like yeah we could do that, that I, I, that's, that's funny you do you see the uh, you know you see theater relationships oh it's, yeah Big time, you know. Totally. Oh yeah, it was. It was I met my wife doing theater. Yeah, it's cool though to see people meet there and then, uh, you know, get married and everything. Definitely,
0: definitely, because yeah. they, they grow with you, and you know, there's so many relationships. I've always said, you know, that um, one of the best things about what we do is we bring these people together. So if, if I,
1: I never if this, would have been involved if it wasn't for uh, you know my wife. Right. You know? That's it's right. That's whole. right. I was one of those uh, you know what? I'm gonna do theater just so I can uh hang out with this chick. <laughs> yeah. It's like, a straight guys, <laughs> it's the best place to be. Oh yeah. Seriously, because yeah.
0: there's like no competition. Take note straight guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you wanna go. Um but yeah, no, that was that was a real fun show. That yeah. was that was a good
2: Full show. was so fun.
0: Then says the dinner cabaret. What was that? um
2: that was when we were doing I remember was that, that. the
1: lobby cabaret thing? Yeah, yeah. The okay. lobby cabaret.
2: It was more of like a Love, I think for us, it was like I think we got asked to performing it last
1: minute. songs from shows that were upcoming, right? That were upcoming. I oh, yeah, yeah. remember that yeah. vaguely. I
0: don't think I went
1: to see. Them. I think I think that was just it was really small wireless handheld good. mics and stuff that it was done in the lobby, right? Dennis was, did in the lobby. Yes. Yeah, gotcha.
2: I was singing. Um, is this ho- home? I was singing home from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And someone had a heart attack during that song. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Wait! <laughs> she, she really is jinxed. <laughs> so like, yes. wow.
2: I wasn't kidding when oh, I said that. No, I was looking back Whoa. on it, Jesus Christ! <laughs> you almost killed someone. She had a heart attack. That's and messed I up. To, and I had to sing, like, continue to sing the song, and I just like turned. Oh. And I turned my back to the person. So was it heart- like full on heart yeah. attack? Like
0: they had uh, to bust up the defibrillator? They, like the,
2: they were like on the floor and like I I don't Sorry. I don't know if they were like waiting. Nope. He he was like caught or she. I don't even know. They were really old. Oh, no,
1: you turned your back on her. And kept saying. I, know. Really <laughs> I didn't know what to
2: do. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna continue. I've, I've got this
1: in my head. She's singing and like you know. Someone's dying and she just turns her back to continue Fucking right? Diva, <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I'm the,
2: sorry show the, yes. he the show must
1: go on. That's true. You said it. That's crazy.
0: On. It was, yeah, I do remember it now. It, it, was, like, was. Break, it was to and then plug some upcoming stuff.
2: And yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that now. It's just a small little thing that I mm-hmm. we just, did we just, together to add. Step over the body, right? Um. <laughs>
2: yes, that was horrible. I remember that.
0: That's tough. And then we go into 2012. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now this show was brought to me in this manner. My wife goes to see it with two of her friends. They get front row seats, She comes home. She's like, I don't know what happened in that show, but I saw a lot of boobies and of course this piqued my interest. <laughs> I was like, what? Signing she was up? like, she was like, yeah. Then she explained to me what it was. I was like, I had never heard of the show. I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about it. I'd never seen anything on it. I was like, that's insane. And then after that, like a couple months later, she's like, what do you think about doing Spring Awakening? I was like, the booby show? <laughs> and she was like, yes. Yeah. And I was like, I'll try it. Why not? I'll do it. For me as a director, I think the most fun I have on shows are the shows that I don't know. Like if I don't know the show, that's a challenge for me. I can do Annie, I can do Peter Pan, I can do all Grease they're so well known, they so popular, they're cookie cutter mm-hmm. at this point, you just do it and it's done but if I don't know it, then it actually makes me work, I have to actually do something I have to I have to learn, I have to listen to the music I gotta create this entire show that I've never seen anything on mm-hmm. and then it becomes my show you know, it probably basically.
1: helps, it removes any kind of like preconceived notions of what it should look oh, I've like had people or, come up
0: to me all the time and they're like, oh well on Broadway they did it this way I'm like, well yeah, that was on Broadway, but this is kind of the way I got it let me you tell you about a little thing called budget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the nice yeah. thing about that show was I didn't have a set.
2: At all. Yeah. We built
0: was... bleachers so we could have onstage seating. Mm-hmm. I bought, I actually blew most of my budget on lights. Lights. I bought those strip lights yeah. with the neon. That was and
1: that was it. Yep. We had some wood, we built a ladder. I and should... then the band was on stage, so it was like I, no I set. I think that's probably the one of the most minimalistic sets we've ever had. Ever. Ever. In the, uh... um, yeah. Yes. it's up there. Maybe, yeah. maybe Charlie Brown. That was really yeah. minimal. Well, no, that actually had a that actually had a lot of pieces. <laughs> Cat problems. Cats.
0: It's under her belly. <laughs> um, that actually had Charlie Brown had a lot of pieces that had to come on and off stage. We brought on what, like a desk, yeah. a chair, if yeah. that. I mean, there wasn't much a more than sack. that. So yeah, um, that was just. Now, who did you play in? Hey, are you, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Oh yeah. Who did you play in Spring Awakening?
2: Vendla Berg. What does Vendela have to do with the show? She gets to have sex on stage. Yeah. No, I got to do I, that.
1: I have to, I have to tell tell this, this quick little story because this is the most awkward conversation I've ever had during a show. Because you, you already said that there was, there was seating on stage. Right. And uh I remember after one of the first performances of the uh, of the show. I had a, an, an unnamed usher come up to me and goes, uh, "Hey, you know, John, is is she topless?" And I go, "I go, yeah, yeah, she's topless." And it's like a pause and and seemed thinking goes, "So, what what's the deal with the stage seating, like?" How do you get
2: tickets? Oh <laughs> the funny thing to that like, is, <laughs> what the fuck? The, the theater
0: didn't sell tickets for on stage. We right, actually only right. opened that up to people with an encore and people we knew to do yeah. that. Because we didn't want someone to be weird like on stage. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want that at all. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we only opened those up to people within the organization to sit on stage. Or people who knew people. Yep. And we knew we weren't going to be distracting or wake out or do anything weird. Uh, so yeah, that's that's how you... Can't get on the stage.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're banned from the stage
0: forever.
2: <laughs> um,
0: that show, I look back at all the stuff I did. That's probably like my favorite show of everything I've done. Uh, I love that show. That show was so good. I mean, you were so good in it. Um, Matt was so good in it. Uh, and that's funny too because we stole him, but we didn't steal him. But we found uh, our leading man uh, over at Rise doing a show with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as we saw him. To get this guy to work with us, and it just so happened Spring Awakening was the next thing we were doing.
1: Yeah, I wish it had done better. Uh... What we say about that show is yeah. that was probably
0: the most amazing show that no one saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because not a lot of people were familiar with it, and nobody really came to see it. It's a more, a more
1: obscure show that you know the people who are into theater are gonna go, Oh, yeah, the theater people knew it, they, they came in droves. But... So, oh, they wanted to be on stage, they wanted to be a
0: part of it. Yeah, they just it, it was. It was. It was just that. It was the best show that no one saw. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's too bad because those houses were pathetic. I don't even know if we broke even on that show. And we didn't even up. spend a lot to do it. Yeah. But I would
1: do that show again in a second. I think that was the first and last time, too, that I've ever been given full liberty on house music. <laughs> again, yes. Yeah. Which
0: we, what kind of music did you put on for house yeah, music?
1: So, so it was like, all right, got to find something really good. And I was looking and I found this uh, German porn soundtrack <laughs> and it was all it was all in german so nobody could understand but one i remember one song and nobody ever asked about it but it started and it was like hello fraulein <laughs> <laughs> and,
2: like,
1: Whoa. and then it's all this german stuff and it's like like the whole like it was like it was interesting and yeah and that kind of kind of went down it's like so we're never gonna let john pick house music again. <laughs>
2: well, i've been
1: relegated to disney tunes ever since yeah. that's so
0: funny um, yep. that is funny um, but yeah, that show definitely one of my favorite shows for I mean sure. the, this, the show was so memorable on so many levels, but and we'll probably talk about this in the future on another show with um the the choreographer <laughs> but there was a moment where we had to get to the sex scene uh, and we had to block it. Um, so we had Matt, who was new to the group, and we had Amanda who I've worked with for years um. I decided we were going to finish rehearsal. I was going to send everybody home. I was going to keep just the two of them and we were going to work on it together. Yeah. Um, (laughs) creepy. Coming out of my mouth. We were going to work on it together. (laughs) Uh, So the only other people there are my stage manager, who's Becca, Mm -hmm. my choreographer, who's Megan. The two of them sitting behind me. and I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right. It's good to have witnesses. It's good. (laughs) It's good to have
2: people. I think Mike Harrison was there
0: too. He might. Was he there? He might have been been there. Well, yeah, because he was doing the narration yes. over the scene. So he had to be this. so when we yeah. ran it, he could do the, the, the lines over it. Yeah. So here I am. Oh, you got to picture this. Two people who don't really know each other that well. They just met doing this show. I've got them in this compromising position. You know, she's on her back. He's getting up on top of her. I'm right on the side of them, almost in the same position he's in, <laughs> with my invisible sex partner <laughs> on the floor, and I'm showing them exactly what I want it to look like. So as they're doing it, no, it I was to, so, tw- so Megan's arms. She's like, what am I watching right now? It was
1: so uncomfortable. Yeah. Now there's, there's an opportunity here because <laughs> typically we're we're interviewing other people, but you know, so in this moment, could, could one say that this is the closest you've ever been to a three-way? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah no it was it was, it was it was awkward but at the same time you know I'm, I'm, I'm keeping in the back of my head that you know there was a specific thing I wanted to see and then um, I wanted to look a certain way so I was like well the only way to really let them know is to show them so I got right down on the floor with them and now granted I knew we were going to have stage seating So you can't half-ass it, no pun intended. Um, You can't just be like, we're going to pretend to do this because there are going to be people literally right behind you looking down, watching this happen. I mean, you know, between him ripping her blouse open and, you know, her chest spilling out, him getting his pants almost down to his ankles, his ass out in the air. You know, that's where we were headed with it. But there was like all these little things in between i'm like you know you gotta move your arm this way and, and then you put your support on your arm this way so you can use your other hand and get your hand up her skirt and i'm like oh my god well, what
1: like, hell. With, with, a, with a show like that it's tough because you've got that fine line between keeping it artistic Correct. versus getting a little too pornographic and
0: you know what it was completely artistic yep. um and it looked great the scene went very well uh and I never heard one bad thing about that. No. Scene. no one was ever like, oh, my God, I can't believe you yeah. did that. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was just done. So it was done tastefully. It was done tastefully. Yep. Uh, and, you know, the actors doing, doing, you guys doing the scene, it just, it, it worked out so well. The only questions I got, <laughs> so <laughs> Hey. The only people were asking me questions: Is what side was Amanda's top, and what side was Matt's bottom? Because they were choosing their onstage seats uh, accordingly. Uh, like the girls wanted to be on the Matt's bottom side, the guys wanted to be on Amanda's um, side. So I was like, I was like, guys, I don't. I have so I many questions <laughs> right now. Or... <laughs> I'm just gonna save them. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that, oh, so much fun. And of course, you know, again, casting was mm-hmm. perfect. It was and and, and we and we took our time like if we didn't have the right person like we didn't get our hunch in too late in the game. Matter of fact, we had this one guy he ended up dropping, and we didn't want him to just take anybody. So you know, we we had a few people come in and and, and try for that part.
1: And, uh, and and that's not the type of show too where you can really you know. Yet an actress that's done, uh, you know, two shows and said, "Hey, oh, we're going to put you in this role." And oh yeah, you have oh, to have yeah. been comfortable on stage, comfortable with yourself, and really be able to to make that role work. Anybody who's seen that show is familiar with it. It's dark. It's
0: literally dark from beginning to end. Oh, yeah. There is not a happy moment in that show at all. And and for Amanda and the rest of the cast to, to portray that and pull it off, was it's phenomenal. It it's, as a director oh, is my favorite show. It definitely was, and um, you know. Just to see it, like if you watched the DVD of it, I have a DVD copy of it, and it just it's it holds up. It's you know, nice. it was it was a good company that came in and recorded it, so we were able to really get a good quality. The sounds really good on it, mm-hmm. and just and it was a smaller cast, so we were able to get all as much sound as we could. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have to worry about mics swaps yeah. um, swaps and, swaps and yeah. stuff. Like that. I mean, we had a few to do, but other than that, you could hear everyone, and it was awesome. Just Amazing. every aspect of it, it was just such a fun show. That was good. So after that wraps up, mm-hmm. because we don't stop, we keep going. Yep. You go into... What I going into?
2: Legally Blonde! Legally Blonde! Now, who
0: are you in Legally Blonde?
2: Vivian Kensington.
0: That's Vivian. right.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. That was a fun show. That was... Yeah. Uh, I did tech on that show. I, um, Megan directed... Oh, no. Megan was in that show. Yeah, Megan, like, Megan was the uh, the lead. Oh, Ashley, Ashley directed
2: it. Ashley
0: yeah. directed it. Meg was L, um And you were... Vivian. And she was the... The bitchy one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's really surprised
2: though. <laughs> I always get the bitch or the one who dies, like always, pretty consistently.
0: You know what? The bitch That's, or the one who dies. There's nothing wrong with that.
2: Or, 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 or. <laughs> oh, I see.
0: Oh, we're good. Kay. We're good. Awesome. fall oh, part of it. Man. I
2: know it. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. Uh, okay, so legally blonde. Yeah. Um. Now that that was a big show too, because we It was big. Huge set. I remember the set being really big for that. Big big cast. Not a fan of the show? No. Because of that experience? Or you just didn't like the material to begin?
2: I hated Lily Blonde. I mean it's so (laughs) stupid. It is the it's so dumb. It's so poorly written. It's just
0: So why why audition for a show you don't like?
2: Well Ashley was directing it.
0: And you were like, I gotta do it. I gotta do
2: it. She's <laughs> so fun. And um, Megan was auditioning and, uh, you know, all my friends and stuff. My new boyfriend at the time was auditioning as well. And
0: now your that, new boyfriend is?
2: Uh, Matt Lepata. And how, and, and how did you meet Matt? He played Melchior, and <laughs> I did.
0: He's the guy that was all about her when I was yeah. down on the floor with him.
2: <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, and
0: he's the guy that I had seen in uh, West Side Story. Yep. And I was like... This guy is good. Out of that entire show, he's the only thing I remember. If you had been in that show, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have remembered you. That's um, <laughs> <laughs> true. But it's he true. did. He stood out, and I was like, "He's really good. We got to get him." Yeah. So I know my wife started asking around, figure out who he was, yep. putting some feelers out there. We get the show come up. He should come and audition for us. Hopefully, it worked. We got him.
2: I like remember after the <laughs> auditions, I like sent Jeff a message and was like, "So who's playing Melchior?" And he was like, I, I mean, I don't really know. I forget his name. But all I know is he's really handsome and you're, you're going you're gonna to really like him. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Like, that's all I that remember. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yep. Oh,
0: and you've been that's together funny. ever since. And you've been together ever since. Yeah. You? So yeah. much so that you worked with him in Legally Blonde. Yep. Um, and then after Legally Blonde, we reach 2013 and we get into you know?
1: less like. Miserable*.
0: Yes. Now, Matt's not in that show. No. Uh, I don't even think he auditioned. No. Nope. Um, what do you have, like, school or something going on? He was, was he moving school? to Texas. He was moved. That's right, because he moved that's first. That's right. He left you. <laughs> I don't mean like yeah. that. You, he left you behind to go get set up.
2: For three months.
0: Now, did he go for work?
2: Kind of. Kind of for work? Yeah, kind of. It was... I'm really bad at explaining it, because I guess I don't know all the details, but I know... One of his roommates from college, who was a current roommate in Rhode Island, was doing a writing or a film program at UT. And Matt wanted to do like a writing program. I'm sorry if I'm explaining this wrong. Matt wanted to do <laughs> a writing program, I think, at UT and like work with Dio, kind of like get in on a film game. So he
0: moves to Texas. So he
2: moves to Texas
0: now you're you're planning to move to texas
2: yes i knew so I so you're
0: there. gonna finish les mis yeah. and then you're gonna move out
2: yeah i knew i was staying i was definitely staying for les mis i was auditioning i was doing it i don't care and then i would go out
0: after so it. what song did you audition with for les mis
2: on my own oh my <laughs> from goodness. les mis what
0: <laughs> hey not for I nothing i the part listen there are a lot of directors out there who will tell you not to audition with a song from the show you're doing but if you want a role in that show you need in my opinion you need to sing her song if you don't sing that song yeah.
1: you're crazy yes i think it depends on the director because it does yeah. it totally depends yeah. on the director that's just my it's own just personal some, it, it can either go really well for you or really bad because you'll either they'll either hear it and go wow i really want this person for that role or they're going to say okay this is the role she wants this is now what they have in their mind that that's and then if she doesn't get that nothing else right right so yeah you play that fine line though but in my opinion, if you
0: you want to sing the song, I mean, if you're going for Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, I mean, as much as the director is going to think, I don't want to hear Somewhere Over the Rainbow 500 times. That's the song, and you nail it, that helps put it all together. For you. Yeah. So you audition with on my own, and what role do you get in Le Mis? Bam! There it is.
2: <laughs> like a bomb. I was pretty confident. She's
0: like, I've been singing this song forever. So I, was pretty
2: confident. <laughs> I think that's the only audition, and I think maybe Spring Awakening. I, like, walked in and was pretty confident. Well,
1: I mean, you kind of knew you were going to get it anyway, so spoiler alert, she dies.
2: (laughs) I was pretty confident that I was going to, I was going to get it.
0: You did. I I remember when we had those auditions, that was, like, one of those grueling casting sessions because a lot of people came out. It was huge.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And... It was time too when uh, when that was done with the the movie. The movie had either just come out
0: or was about to come out. It was yeah, it was it was a big deal. Which again, I hadn't seen the movie. I again, I didn't even really know the show. I mean, I knew a few of the songs. I had a gist of the idea, but I had never seen it. I didn't really know a lot about it. So I was like, oh yeah, I'm up for the challenge because it's it's like one of the biggest Broadway shows of all times. And how am I gonna massacre it? (laughs) Which you know, in the end.
1: Think was an amazing show. That's yeah. a that's a very challenging show for a community theater group. I agree. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of moving parts, and it's the, all singing. You know, and uh, it's not easy. It's no. the music is so you, tough. So hard. You need a. You, I mean, thankfully we had one, but you, you really need a music director that knows their knows their yeah. art. Well, we had that. Jeff. Jeff yeah, came to do it, and that's fantastic.
0: Not only was he great with the cast, he assembled an amazing pit as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tried some new things that we had never done before sound wise. Yeah. By like isolating the uh, the uh, drummer over in one area awesome. and then putting the horns yeah. under in another area. That was something really cool.
1: Yeah, and it's um, having having a music director that knows their craft to be able to work with on things like absolutely. that. That's the difference absolutely. between uh, you know making a, a show sound professional versus right. like, especially Definitely. with that. You know,
2: Les yeah. Miz is just yeah, yeah.
0: So so what was your experience the first time we did Lay Miz? Did you have a good time with that show? Or is it just kinda yeah.
2: No, I had, I knew, so I knew it was my last show with Encore, or thought for sure it was going to be my last show with Encore forever, and that I was never going to come back, but um, it was so, oh gosh, it was such a good show. It was so bittersweet.
0: When she got in her light, man, it was amazing.
2: (laughs) I finally found that light. Yeah, it was amazing. It really was. And what's
0: nice, you know. I've done so many shows and of course Amanda's been in a lot of those shows and it's nice when you can work with actors over and over again. It's like I don't have to worry about her. I'm going to tell her what I need from her and she's going to do it so I can concentrate on other areas and other things and it's funny because I was actually talking to uh, one of the cast members in the current version of Layman's that we're doing and he said to me what did you think of my song tonight? I made some changes to it and I said oh I wasn't even listening. I went up in the back and was talking to some people. And at first, I think he took that as offensive. And then I happened to be standing with my stage manager. And we were like, oh, that's not an offensive thing. That basically means you could have went up there and said, blah, blah, blah. And it would have been okay. It would have been amazing. And I didn't have to worry about it. So I'm able to go off and do what I need to do and talk to other people while you're performing because I don't have to worry about you. And Amanda's definitely one of those people. She's up there on stage. I can go and take care of business while she's doing her thing. She's singing the song. She's hitting her blocking. I don't have to worry about it. Sure, from their side, it looks like I'm not paying attention to them. (laughs) But that's not the case at all. You know? I think Um, once
2: upon a time, I would have cared, but I just don't care.
0: Well, but that's also the thing. It's like you've done so much and you've come so far. It's like... I think you've worked with me enough where you know my ins and outs and I how exactly I do I know exactly what you things. want and I'll So like, if, if, if you see me not paying attention, it's not because I don't care. It's because I'm, I'm taking care of something <laughs> yeah. else and you don't know, have worry about it. Yep. So I think once that actor, once I explained that to him, he was like, oh, okay, well, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I guess. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I can jump up on stage in the middle of a scene and I can go over and she'll be singing the song and I'll be like talking in her ear. I'm like, don't stop, keep going. And I'll give her all this new direction and she'll just take that and incorporate it into what she's doing and she doesn't stop. You know, and, and that's that's really
1: great to that can, have. That can be the, the difference, too, between someone who's been on stage a lot. It, Absolutely. You know, I've seen that in uh, tech weeks where mm. if a director gets on stage and is providing to, the direction to other people in the same scene, sometimes that can be distracting and that's kind of a sign of a, a seasoned actor versus right. not, you know, right. if they, yeah, can, they, they can just handle just going, going. through sure, like, sure, like you're sure, not sure. even there.
0: Right, yeah, I'll jump up and I'll, I'll I'll grab a body and reposition them so they can be seen if someone's blocking them. Right in the middle of their song, and, mm-hmm. you know, just go with it, and yep. that's 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 the kind of people you want to work with, you know. They 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 take they take right to it. So, Lay Is, we did it for one weekend. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. We had almost sellout crowds. Awesome. It was real close. I mean, and we also we did a school show. Yep. So we actually did four performances of that show, um, and it was such a big success. Um, and again, another large cast. I think we had like fifty-one people in that. We started with 60, but as people People kept
2: dropping, dropping,
0: we ended up around 51. Um, So it was a very large cast. And, uh, you know, very talented. So many talented people. Uh, It was such a huge success that they, within days of closing that show, they asked us if we'd bring it back a year later, a year and a half later, Mm -hmm. uh, in 2015, May of 2015, which is coming up. In a couple weeks.
1: Actually, but by the time, by you're time this years. <laughs> by <laughs> the time this, this years, happening. that show
0: will have been done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. We'll we'll have already we'll have already been done that show and um yeah. So Lame closes.
2: Yeah.
0: you take some time off because you leave us and you move to Texas. I
1: moved to Texas.
2: Oh God, I hated it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna be let's just be honest. I hated Texas. I hated Austin. I don't know if I, like, I don't think I was ever excited for Texas, ever. Um, it's never been a place where, I mean, I, know, I want to pick up and move to Texas. Like, <laughs> who does that? Now, I didn't, I didn't. was there any theater out there
0: that you could do? None. No. There
2: was absolutely none. What
0: part of Texas were in? Austin. you were in Austin, Texas. There was none. And there was no community so theater? That no. surprises me. Was there equity theater or anything? There was,
2: there was equity. There were two equity companies, but I, there's just no way that you can do equity and work a full time job. There's just, there's just no way. And I would never, I'm not that kind of person that will quit a, a good job that I have to do three months of like something right. where I'm getting paid, like probably shit money, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, no, I'm not going to do that. So there was absolutely no community theater at all. It was either in San Antonio, which was an hour and a half away, or it was in like more down south.
1: Because oh, it's the problem with problem with Texas. And you, know, you look at Rhode Island and the number of community theater groups, oh, and it's yeah. such a small oh, yeah. small area compared to Texas. Well, where... even
0: even as soon as you go over the line into Massachusetts, there's yeah, so yeah. many of them, yeah. and everything's
1: so close together. Yeah. It's the
0: Texas. None.
1: So how long were you in Texas for?
2: A little over a year. We were there.
0: So I remember calling you, yeah, because um, we were going to do uh, Lame is a second time in twenty fifteen. <laughs> And the decision was made that I wanted to bring back all the original cast members to do the show. That's Mm -hmm. the only way I was going to do it. I said, the only way, because I'm not going to start this from scratch and do it all again. So either we we bring that cast back or I'm really not interested in doing it. And everyone thought that was a great idea. Mm -hmm. Um, The only problem was Amanda moved away and I was like, well, how are we going to work this out? So I remember calling you and, man, I dreaded this phone call because I really didn't know how this was going to work um i had i remember calling and i was like okay we need to talk about because i would given everybody till the end of the year yeah so that show actually no i had given them over over a year because that show ended in october mm-hmm. so had yeah, november december and then another year yeah so t- like 14 months to decide if they were going to come back and do it so i really mm-hmm. pushed it off almost till the winter mm-hmm. right before and i said all right we need to decide what's going to happen so you were planning to try to take some vacation time yep. a couple of weeks i
2: was going to leave and i was just going
0: to you were going to try to make it like work and come weeks. up mm-hmm. Now, I'm on this end, and I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, crap. Because I had originally told you I had at least wanted you for the week of tech. tech. And then the two, I needed you for two weeks of show. So it was a three-week commitment. Um, thinking in my head that you know we were going to do the morning show for the school on a Friday, and that would have been fine. Then you're like, all right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to fly out. I'm going to come back.
2: Yep. And then my boss is going to
0: fly me out for the second weekend or something like that. You oh, had yeah. it worked out where you were going to come home. And then I get the news that they moved the Friday morning show to Wednesday. And I was like, oh, shit. Because now she can't fly She's home. She's going to stay. She, yeah. she would have to stay. And I was like, I don't know how that's going to work on her end. And I was like, oh, God, I don't even want to make this phone call. Because I was literally at the point where I was going to be like, we either have to say yes or no. And I have to find somebody else. And I didn't want to find somebody else. I had nobody in mind i was like this is gonna suck because all my other leads came back um she's the only one i was gonna lose and i put it off and i put it off and i put it off and then a miracle happened somebody saw her posting on facebook that she was coming home yeah and it was gonna be in time for her to get right back to it yep and then before that though she comes home because she's coming home to do in my mind, she's coming home to do Les Mis. Well, actually, there's more up to it. You were coming home because then you guys are moving again eventually.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, you and Matt, because Matt's going, wait, is in Michigan? Did yeah. Just, is going a decision? to law school. He's going to law school in Michigan. Yeah. So you were just coming home for a little while, and then you were going to go again. Yep. So while you were home, we were going to get to have you for Les Mis. Mm-hmm. But we have another show coming up before that, which is Jesus Christ Superstar. We yeah which we just wrapped a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, the show was amazing. Yep. It was so good. Who you and Jesus Christ? Super stuff. I was
2: in the ensemble, ensemble. as a dancer. I was also the dance captain. Dance captain? For like three weeks. <laughs> no, <laughs> what?
0: What does a dance captain do exactly?
2: Um, Basically tells everybody when they're fucking up.
0: <laughs> was there a lot of that?
2: Not too much. No.
0: But fun. No. Oh, it happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and the, you know, that's...
0: Trust me, my wife's a choreographer. I, I saying, hear it all. And that, oh, that show, too, you've,
1: you've got a, a show that's being directed by a choreographer. A oh, choreographer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm sure
1: that was rough. Yeah, yes. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yes. But, no, that show was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was so good. You guys were all, like, a bunch of hippy-dippies running around up God, on it stage. So yeah, it, was it was so much fun. Now, well, it was very moving. so much fun. Now, you've done that show, and, of course, mm-hmm. Matt does it with you. Mm-hmm. Right? Matt plays Jesus. Jesus. You get to crucify your yeah. boyfriend. What was that like for you to see him up on the cross for the first time? <laughs> not the time when we were positioning him to test it, but the actual first time you get to see it with, like, the lighting and Ugh. everything.
2: Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was hor- I was sick for the rest of the night. For the rest of the night, I felt like I was going to throw up. It was the worst. And, like, people are, like, probably saying, oh, it's just being dramatic. It's just theater, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. It is not just like that. It's, like... When, you, when you're like thrown into a scene and you're living it, you're doing it correctly, <laughs> right? You're like living the scene. Right, yeah. It was horrifying. It really was. It was. I took myself out of most of Act Two, actually. Like most of the just regular ensemble scenes. Mm-hmm. the whipping scene. I took myself out of.
0: Yeah, that was brutal.
2: Um, I took myself away from the crucifixion because I didn't want to see it. I think the first time I watched it all the way through was closing night, and it was
1: to make you if it makes you feel any better you know being in the back doing sound and watching that scene you know every night i'd kind of like try to find someone to make a bet with that if that cross went forward oh.
0: <laughs> we actually <he>
1: died. <laughs> we actually oh. the design of that
0: plate they had a plate that the cross sat in yeah. and they had a pin for it and all that stuff um, it was it was a it was a great design you know it worked really well the, the thing hung in there but i know that there was just enough space that if he shifted his weight even just a wobble, it wobbled a little bit and yeah. i'll never yeah. forget sitting up in the back my mother was there the... it, it did the wobble and i thought night. she was gonna run down and jump up on stage and stop him from wobbling i was like relax it's okay it's like, gonna wobble there's a little space in there yeah. he's not going anywhere it was during yeah. the, the show the bass player will break yeah, the floor he's gonna just fall <laughs> on the piano devil catch him was it
2: friday <laughs> or saturday
0: the the little wobble happened in Saturday because it was perfect out front.
2: I was downstairs, like I said. I take myself away from the <laughs> crucifixion scene, so I was downstairs in the dressing room, and that someone like comes downstairs and is like, Amanda, don't freak out." <laughs> A great way to start. Yeah. They're having trouble with the cross.
0: And oh yeah, that was yeah, the yeah. night they couldn't get him up. Oh, I didn't even
2: Christ. didn't even blink. Bolted Literally. right upstairs. <laughs> bolted just like Anna. Yeah. To right find up my center, like, he's not fucking doing it. He's not fucking He's laying there like they're trying to like get the cross up and he's just on the ground. I'm like, they're yeah. not fucking doing it!
1: Do you know why that happened? Yeah, the uh it, the carabiner went on wrong, right?
0: Well it, they weren't using a pin, they were using like a, a little quick clip yeah. that you would put on your keychain and that was keeping it from the pin from falling out. But I guess it was a small one and they always had trouble putting it on and off, so what they would do is they would take it off before they brought the plate out. That night, they They didn't take it it off ahead of time. So when they got out on stage, they had to fight with it. And it took a good... Solid so couple just of minutes.
1: That night, Jesus got some extra nails in him. I was wondering how they were going to do that. If they covered. They, they, they someone covered.
0: was like, oh, we were just going to
1: stand it up and hold it. I was like, no, you weren't. <laughs> no, you weren't. That's, no.
0: That, that thing was heavy. I mean, the
1: wood alone was so I mean, the, thick. The pluses you know, for that scene, you had some uh, experienced actors out there as we guards. We did. We did. You yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, on top of that, we had uh, you know an experienced tech person out there too. Yep. A couple of experienced absolutely. Tech people, so they Michael
0: knew. Andrew, yeah, and he was, and they were Adam. able to, they were able, able to just situation.
1: handle it and, and go
0: on. fix mm-hmm. he had sweat
2: dripping down. Mike was yeah. scared. <laughs> he was freaking out because
0: he never goes out on stage. They asked him to do it just because it was a, it was literally like a tech issue. So they put him in costume so
1: he could help with it. He was yeah. sweating bullets.
2: He what was, <laughs> that was oh,
1: funny. Yeah, Adam. Adam covered for that, and it was, it was funny because you know Adam was doing that just because of his tech experience. And right. You know, like, Why is Peter crucifying Jesus? <laughs> yeah. I said the same thing. He was coming out of the pit uh,
0: for the lepers, and I was like. Why is Peter a leper all of a sudden? Because his costume had moved. And yeah. You could see his white pants. I was yeah. like, that looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, that was it. Was an it was amazing show. Matthew did a great job. So you guys great were show. great, in great it. show. Yeah, and again, I just got to work tech on that show, but I'm so glad uh, yeah, I did tech and lighting. And it was just such a great show to be a part of. Uh, and it's not even my cup of tea. I, no, I was not a fan. I did not like the show. I had no, no interest in
2: it. No, I did they not. They made think me it was a fan. Be.
0: Um... And definitely, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a great show. It was was so good. All right, we're going to stop. We're going to take one more break for one more announcement, and then we're going to wrap up because we have one more show, and then what's going to happen after that? So let's do that now. All right, just reminding you guys that Encore Repertory Company is holding its open auditions for the Encore Kids production of Fame Junior. That's right, auditions will take place on Monday, August 3rd, Tuesday, August 4th from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Stadium Theater, 28 Monument Square, Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Uh, they're asking that you please prepare 16 to 32 bars of a Broadway song that best showcases your range. Companies will be provided, and there'll be cold readings from the script. Please come dressed to move for the dance portion of the audition. We're looking for male and female actors ages 12 to 18, and rehearsals will take place on Sunday afternoons and Monday and Wednesday evenings. The show goes up November 6th, 7th, and 8th. Please contact director Adam Landry at aplandry at verizon.net or producer Susan Vieira at pinebowacres at hotmail.com with any questions. You can also get that information at encorerepco.org or our Facebook page, the Encore Repertory Company. Now back to the show!
1: <laughs> I love hearing people's email addresses. You know, it's like... Yeah, right? They always people, people pick an email sonic address. Sonic yellow? <laughs> Listen, that's my, my favorite car ever.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: awesome color. Ready? Oh yeah, we're, we're recording. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, we're back.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right, so we just wrapped talking about Jesus Christ Superstar, which just finished a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. and you're actually wearing the shirt today. I am. love that show. You're I totally am. that person.
2: <laughs> I am that person. I, I always I make
0: it. fun of people about that. I'm always like, you don't wear the shirt of the show you're working on. I keep wearing my late man's shirt to rehearsals. So I'm over that and person over too. Again. Yep. We'll do it. So, um, and now here we are, it's, uh, 2015, we're coming up to our, actually, when this airs, we'll have already performed our two weekends of Les Mis, mm-hmm. so... How was that an experience for you? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was
2: <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> it was great. I loved it.
0: Sold out every night. Oh, I'm hoping. Yeah. I am so hoping it's going to do that. Um, ticket sales were a little slow, but I think now that we've done the little video I commercial that they did, it's yeah. already started picking up. Yeah. Um, and it is a great show. And
1: um, yeah, we have Word of mouth, too. Word with, of mouth. Two, well, that's uh, the thing. We're two doing weekends. two weekends.
0: So the first weekend, we'll have brought in people yep. the second weekend, which we always say is the best way to, to advertise but, um, you know, we've got 90% of the cast came back yep. and um, are coming back. trying kind of to do past and present. Uh, but, you know, we've brought in a whole bunch of new people. Matt's now in the show, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. And, you know, we brought in a whole bunch of people who, you know, we, we, we handpicked the the people to come back. Uh, yeah. I, I'm sorry, the, the original 90% came back and then we handpicked from Within Encore or Filling. people who to, to fill in the, yep. that 10%. And I'm going to tell you, we did such a great job picking those 10% because they're fantastic.
2: I think the show is better this time than it was. It last could
0: time. very well yeah. be. Um, I'll, I'll know for sure once we're on the set. I know, right? Because here's the thing. we're Last time we had a cast of 51, mm-hmm. we're almost at 60. I think we're between 55 and 60 for this yeah. cast. So even though we had lost people last time, we're still we at way it. Way made mm-hmm. up for an abundance of extra cast members. Mm-hmm. Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're always so on microphones. Um, we just keep adding bodies, and um, no, but it's, it's gonna it's gonna sound amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm totally looking forward to it. But uh, So it was amazing, and it was fantastic. But yeah, so now that that's all said and done, what is next for Amanda? Where where do you where? What are your plans? Where do your where's your future lie?
2: Um. I, well, I'm moving to Ann Arbor, Michigan.
0: Ann Arbor. Where is that exactly? Is that near Cedar Point Park?
2: It is. Oh, it I've is. always wanted to go. Matt grew, up, Matt grew up like f- 15 minutes, right? 10 minutes or That's awesome. whatever. That's awesome. From, yeah.
0: That's, that, that was like a Rocky place. Point back in the day. Like you could just hop in the car and drive to Rocky well, Point. Isn't Michigan area. just
1: really cold with the wind and stuff Well, they have coming the lakes the, up there, don't they? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, well, the lake effect or whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. I'm okay with that, though. Winter is my favorite season. So you had it hot in
0: Texas. Yes, I hated it. And it go cold in Michigan.
2: I love it. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs>
0: now, do you know ahead of time, have you researched, yes. is there community theater in yes. Michigan? Yes.
2: There is tons of community theater. So
0: who are we losing you to?
2: Actually, the <laughs> I thought it was really funny. We were The other day we were looking for auditions, and one of the companies is called um, the Encore Musical <gasps> Community Theater. Them
1: sons of bitches. Call, call, yeah. call your lawyer.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs> they're doing, like, Into the Woods. Wow. Um, is that
0: their upcoming season?
2: Yeah, so so there were two shows from them. I think it was Into the Woods and Rent. Cool. Well, you you
0: can you believe not. it? Yeah. going to
2: audition? Well, I mean, I'll still be here. When oh, the
0: auditions. So when, when are you guys planning to head back to... Or not back to. When out, are you heading out to, to Michigan? Michigan.
2: August. Probably August. The very so,
0: Lay Miz will have closed mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So, you have the summer. Are you planning on doing anything this summer? Um, um, Theater wise or otherwise? You,
2: possibly stage managing, actually. Really?
0: Learning, learning how to stage
2: manage. This would really be terrible. I forget the name of the show that Megan is doing.
0: Oh, is it the. Um, summer Stock? No, it's no, not the Summer Stock. It's, it's up it's, in the marquee room.
2: Yeah. I um, she's what it's
0: doing uh, Run for Your Wife.
2: Run for Your Wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: Oh, it's gonna cool. Be well, I'm going to tell you right now.
0: Stage manager up there. Stage manager is the worst job. I know. You can have. I'm going to tell you, I give a lot of credit to anybody who can stage manage because it takes a person with like good organization skills and a strong will. Yeah. And I'm only talking about people who stage manage for me. It's yeah. Stressful. <laughs> it's very stressful. I think and I, I take my hat off to it. anyone who <laughs> could be a stage manager. For
2: I, me. I think I'll be good. Absolutely.
0: At it. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's just another aspect of theater. You learn the ins and outs. You've been around long enough, so it's like, you know, you I want to know. know what about. it's like. Mm-hmm. It's just learning to do it yourself. Yeah. I might do that. So you'll maybe do that this summer yeah. and then off to Michigan in yeah. August?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What's the, the plans after Michigan? You know, eventually coming back or staying out there?
2: I guess it kind of depends. I think our like goal or mine, even though I'm not <laughs> even <though> I'm to be the lawyer is. <laughs> um, is Chicago.
0: Chicago. Really? Yeah. What's in Chicago?
2: Um, I'm not sure, but I have this like strange draw to Chicago. She's
0: like, I need to go to Chicago and jinx the shit out of some I people. Just, you know, <laughs> I, I,
2: I want to know what Chicago is like. Matt went awesome. to um, uh, UChicago for grad school, undergrad Undergrad? Undergrad. Okay. undergrad, not grad school, gotcha. whatever. it's It's just lawyer shit (laughs) lawyer shit so he's going to be this big lawyer
1: is it
0: like is it like criminal law or is it like real estate
2: I don't know definitely not real estate estate. we'll have to talk to him
1: at some point well
0: the reason I ask is I watch a lot of documentaries and I don't know if I'm going to see him one of these days (laughs) 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 defending some crazy case that should not have happened I think he'll be
2: really good at it I really do I think theater plays in a lot too I mean he'll be able to talk about it closing
0: arguments he didn't only (laughs) play a law student and legally blonde,
2: he's actually yeah. doing he's it! He's
0: actually doing it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is
2: fantastic. Yeah.
0: Well, this has been a lot of fun. I know. Uh, this was great. I'm glad you were able to sit down with us. And I definitely wanted to catch you before we lost you again I off know. to
2: yeah.
0: Michigan.
1: I know. So, I've only really been to
0: Michigan <laughs> once, and it was literally a drive through. Uh, we drove from here to Kentucky, mm-hmm. um, and we went up through Mass into northern New York, and then we came down the Great Lakes. And we literally just cut through before we dropped that thing into Ohio or wherever we were ending up. But um, yeah, it was very open. There was not a lot going on. I couldn't see the lakes from the road. <laughs> it's Michigan. <laughs> it's Michigan. Really it. what's, what's in Michigan? Uh, it was, what time of year was it? I think it was sometime. So it wasn't that cold. We were able to open the windows. Well, hopefully, you'll go out there and hopefully it'll be more fun than Texas. And do some community theater. Because, you know, we'll see you pop it up on Facebook and maybe we'll see some. Fun stuff that you do out there, hopefully. Good luck with that. Keep it going, but until then, we still got a few more weeks. Of yes, it'll have already happened when you hear this. But we are gearing up. If you miss Lane Miz, well. man,
1: you're yeah. never gonna see it again because we ain't touching it yeah.
0: again.
2: Bye.
1: <laughs> if you missed it, you suck and we hate you, yep. right? Yeah. Right,
0: right. So, you have definitely had a long and interesting, um, little theater career, and it's yeah. not over. I, you know, we we hope to see and expect big things from you in the future. Even if it's on the community theater level, just let, let me tell you something: we we hold everything to a very high standard yeah. in what we do, and um, you know, we we've seen some of the best of the best come through, and uh, you're definitely one of them. And we will be missing and losing you a second time. But hopefully, someday, if this works out, we can take it on the road, and we'll come to Michigan. Yeah, and we'll interview you there <laughs> in your new group, and I'll be like, "Who are all these people? Don't you know who I am?" <laughs> <laughs> like a man, school them so they know.
2: Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> All right, that's gonna be it for this right. episode. I'm Fred Fortier. I'm John Roberts. And
2: I'm Amanda Palmer.
0: That's it for this episode of Behind the Act Curtain. We'll see you next time.